When it comes to the plant-based eating debate, there's more to consider than just healthy or unhealthy. Of course, we want to eat things that make us feel good and generate energy to keep us going, but there's also a major environmental component that drives a lot of people to a plant-focused diet. But you don't have to give up some of your faves entirely. Impossible Foods makes meat from plants. They're solving the meat problem with more meat. By creating delicious meat from plants that's better for you and the planet, Impossible lets you enjoy some of your favorite meaty products with a plant-based twist. Ground beef, homestyle meatballs, sausage patties, all made from plants. And that's just a few of their delicious and versatile options. No more tension between craving meat but not wanting to eat so much of it or sacrificing your carnivorous faves for your health. Indulge in nutrient-packed, plant-based goodness and feel good doing it. Check out impossiblefoods.com to see how you can help solve the meat problem with more meat. That's I-M-P-O-S-S-I-B-L-E-F-O-O-D-S.com. Hello and welcome back to the You Up podcast. I'm Jordana Abraham. And I am Jared Freed. It is so good to be back here with you, Jordana, post-wedding. This is our first post. You're married, a married woman. How do you feel? Does it... Does the does the world feel different to you? What's going on? I mean, I, people say this all the time, but like being married when you live together after you live together already is like really not that big of a difference. Um, there's a few insurance forms. We did we got legally married. It's kind of like it's all the same shit. You know? Yeah. I mean, I I thank you for <laughs> de-romanticizing it <laughs> yeah. for all the listeners. Yeah. Don't even fucking worry about it. It's nothing. I, I mean, it feels it feels very like official. Like, yes. you know, it's I can the, thing, that. the thing about marriage, I think more than anything else is that it's like, it's very public. Mm. It's like a public in, I mean, you talked about how you would only post a, a you know, someone you were dating the, the, the day before you got married or something in like that. In her wedding like, dress. It very much is kind of like a like public declaration to the world of like, this is, it's like the opposite of a Taylor Swift song where you're like in a three month or you're not, no, you're, you're not, you know, is, is he ashamed of you? Is he taking, like, it's like very public. Well, that, I guess that's why the op, you know, life is gravity. That's mm-hmm. why like a divorce is so, feels so embarrassing or like a loss right. because you had this big celebration of look at us to our group yes. of friends or whatever, because we're all public figures now. We all have platforms of, of whatever amount of people follow, but yeah, you, I, I can understand why it feels that way. Right. Well, it, it's, yeah, it's like a, it's the ultimate in like, it's the ultimate optimistic event of life that is like, you know what I mean? Like we are. We are so sure yeah. that our love is real that we're going to post and dance and invite all our friends to celebrate. And it. get the government involved. And get the. Yeah. Like. Yeah. It's, you know what I mean? It's uh, it really, it, it's, it's very much like a, and I, I'm almost like shocked at like the, that they let you do this. It's like. Yeah. I, <laughs> they're going to allow this? They're going to just let us two be married? Right. Like they're going to, I mean, it's a huge decision. Like oh, you're promising to be with someone for the rest of your life. The government's just letting you make that decision it is so funny like you're like look at how huge a decision and then someone's like they said they broke they wanted to break up because they weren't sure about us it's like yeah right (laughs) doesn't that make sense the closer you get to it the real the bigger the the deal you realize it is but um yeah i'm feeling really good it was so great having you at the wedding i feel like people people were excited about the wedding but people were so excited to see you the first night you weren't at the welcome party people like when's jared getting here when i'm like hello like i (laughs) How do I look? I'll be, yes, yeah. thank you. I look amazing? Is that what you meant to say? Are you wearing cream? <laughs> what is it? <laughs> well, no, let me start. I mean, I, I now I, I, I had the best time. All the people there were great, and it, it was a blast. I mean, 
I have, you know, some notes from the weekend. Everyone should know that here's, I am a, I guess like, you know, judgmental by nature. (laughs) As am I. As as are you. That's why we're here. We like to unpack things. And, you know, to some people, the answer to these emails is all the same. Dump him. You know, like we're here being like, Let's figure it out. Let's unpack it. The wedding was a 10. It was awesome. So much fun. Beautiful. It was uh, the way a destination wedding should be done. Okay. Let me, let me explain. Let's let's hear. I think when. This is so great because you're the first person I'm really like talking to that wasn't, that was there. That was, oh, you haven't talked to anybody. No, I've talked to like Nicole on Betch's Bride. Sure. Like, you know what I mean? That's me. That's from my perspective. So it's great to get someone else. And I'm the most outsider there could be because it it did, I did have this, you know, to make it about me, I, to make Mm. your wedding about me, I did have this rush of anxiety that hit me as I'm like boarding the plane, like, what am I doing? Why am I going? <laughs> I, like, you know, like, like it was, okay. it was like, as you if, were just like, I don't know anyone. It's I like a whole kn- three day experience. Is yeah. it weird that I accepted the invitation? <laughs> I, I think we all have that kind of feeling no matter what wedding you go to. Sure. Yeah. And, and I, and someone messaged me, are you sad to be going alone oh, to this that. wedding? And I was like, no, I was actually really excited. There's a whole group here. Um, and, that became apparent right away how nice all your friends and Mike and you had. The, the one thing that was very, um, oh, first on the destination wedding front. A bad destination wedding has no uh, community to it. You guys, it was one resort. Everyone at the one we campground. Everyone, everyone yes. was trapped. And yes. you you could get, you know, the lesser room or the more expensive <laughs> room. I was in the lesser room. Um, I was in the... The lagoon. The lagoon. lagoon. There was a big economical divide between lagoon people. The haves and the have-nots. Very much. I was uptown. You guys were downtown. Okay? This was very much... I was lagoon people versus beach people. Lagoon is the Long Island city of of the the Andaz Resort. To the people who live in Hoboken, (laughs) I get it now. No one wants to hang with you. Oh, I go to the city all the time. I go to the beach well, all the time. I was saying that by the end of the weekend. Basically, it was because you you couldn't walk. You can just walk to the beach from certain rooms. If people follow me on social media, they've got many of my bike excursions. I was impressed that you could bike and record at the same time. I feel like I would fall immediately. I was biking and recording myself and kind of giving some review of the wedding along the way because there, the, I mean, day one you show up and they're like. Yeah, I'll take you to the beach. And I go, yeah, I can walk. They go, come on, jump in. And then I get in and I go, how long is this ride? Like, They're like, two kilometers. I was like, what's a kilometer? I don't like, know what I, that is. <laughs> I was like, is that, is that eight miles? Like, I had no idea. So, but I would, people were like liking the bike ones. And someone was like, do it when you're in the city. I'm like, I would die in no. five, yeah. on a city bike, filming myself, like the dumbest injury ever. Yeah, you would die. I mean, here at least there's like one person maybe on the other they were roads thing, made yeah. for biking. biking. yeah. Or biking and golf carts. There's yeah. no, like, cars on them. No. And so, um, yeah, if you stayed in the lagoon, you had, like, a two-mile ride to the beach. And <laughs> I, in my mind, the first day, I was like, how much more was this that I said no to it? And I don't well, think it was a lot. It wasn't. You actually booked a little bit later in the room block. So mm-hmm. all the only rooms that were left were the, you didn't have a choice. Uh, okay. That makes me feel better because yeah. I, I did feel shamed a little bit. No, there's no for being I mean, a lagoon all, you, type. The room, the, the rooms themselves are identical. 
Okay, but, this makes sense. That, that's good. I didn't even know that then. I thought everyone was wa- walking out. No, the rooms out are on, the same. It's just the view is different and the proximity to the beach is different. Got it. So this was, but this was good because everyone was in lo- one location. When you have a destination wedding where it's like, yeah, we're going to Charleston. Everyone stays wherever they want. There's no really, right. it was nice to have characters emerge through <laughs> the weekend. Like Friday yeah. night, the rehearsal dinner was everyone who went. So that was nice because your friends and Mike's friends all got up and gave speeches, which I love because now I'm getting the dynamic that is here, especially as an outsider. Right. You, the, the special part, the in my opinion. The takeaways for you from that. <laughs> the, the takeaways was everyone had great speeches. There was one that was better than the rest, uh, the last one. Right. He was amazing. He was really uh, good, yeah. The host took a minute to get into his groove. He thought he was going to go. He, he tried to do this whole joke about sponsorship for podcasts yeah it was right off the bat and then he got much better after he got that. much better after that yeah. he opened week and and then went got really good and that's no hate on him he was a good guy i'm all of them were good yeah, guys they that, were all very good and this is the, and your friends too everyone had good speeches but it was it was very cool to me and i think this is something that's underrated at a wedding you both have big friend groups mm-hmm. And that that kind of was the, the, they were the energy of the party, the energy of the show. Right. Like it wasn't like, you know, 7,000 friends of your parents there. It was almost no friends of our parents it there, yeah. It was your mom, your dad, and then his mom, his dad, an aunt or an uncle. Right. Boom. Basically, so, yeah. So there was no like, and I know, I mean, listen, this is just the nature of what it was. There was no like wheeling grandma <laughs> out and slow everything down for her to go and i remember yeah. you know like this was yeah. there was Mike energy very dancing lucky that all of our grandparents are dead thank goodness um. <laughs> <laughs> for me <Yes. laughs> the biggest the best part of your wedding all the grandparents dead that's what i said to everybody everyone's like jared nice to meet you you're a comedian isn't it nice Everyone's Isn't it dead. Nice to have a you know you, you to watch some two thirty somethings whose grandparents are already dead. Yeah. Uh, you know, really heightens the energy. It was an argument to be made for getting married in your thirties. To tell you the truth, <laughs> and I, I will also say right. it was very sweet. I didn't know, and and you know, takeaways from the wedding. I didn't know that Michael had this huge friend group from like High five years old. Yeah. He has these, and like that doesn't happen a lot. Uh, you know, you got to mm-hmm. give kind of the. You, you, I don't have that. I don't have like these like ten dudes that you know that I was hanging with since like elementary school. I thought that was pretty cool, and you could tell they knew each other really well, and it was very nice. Yeah, I think we both kind of like that sort of like we're we're very into our friends. Yes. We have like very close friend groups. His he has a very close friend group from from high school and we, we kind of grew up again like in towns over and because what I liked about it is because the wedding was so small everyone kind of like under I mean obviously you didn't understand all the references mm-hmm. but like people got, I think understood most of what was going on there wasn't like a bunch of like your parent your dad's accountant who like has no idea what anyone's talking about Every, that's the thing they right. the the energy was from this core of your friends and his friends being similar ages from towns next mm-hmm. to each other, knowing of each other a little bit, probably through another friend. Everyone had a friend who dated right. someone there at the at the party. Exactly. Which was kind of cool. And I, I, I actually thought that was very sweet and nice. And then and your all your siblings being there and they and the other thing I'll say, the surprise to me, but I it shouldn't be a surprise, is 
that the UA podcast came up well, <laughs> a lot throughout the weekend. This this podcast was a, a theme, so yeah, to speak. It was very nice. The popularity of the UA podcast, which was just named um, the top podcast on Apple for 2021. That's right. Thanks um, to you, listeners. Thank you to you, listener. Yeah. Popular is the reason half the guests were there. No one ever gives a shit about me. Um, <laughs> that's why. <laughs> well, see, they were there. They were there to see the co-hosts of the UA right. podcast. That's why everyone was asking about you. No, I think the people really like that podcast. As Mike's friends listen to the podcast. Yeah, like, right. the, the host is going to be um, shattered. I'm sure. It's funny. I didn't, <laughs> <laughs> he did well. It's just he shouldn't have done that bit. I don't know. He he went into a blue apron. But he, he Let me explain. He okay. goes, he goes this spe- this, these speeches are brought to you by Blue Apron. You can get 10% <laughs> off with promo code you know, Jordana. And everyone was like, is it is the whole thing going to be bits? <laughs> like we weren't got, sure. He did get really good after that. He I, got yeah, good after yes. it was just that one thing. Yes. And in you know your first joke, everyone oh no here right. we go yeah. So but he got good. The, 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 yeah. Um. So they all listen. They know. Yeah. I mean, if we're going to get into the actual wedding day. Well, so the wedding day, I want to hear from you. The the so the wedding day, your twin brothers. Yes. Did a podcast spoof as the ceremony yes did you know that was coming i did not know that was coming my brothers are very I, my brothers are very creative very funny they've always been like they're my brother, great my brother john um who's one of the twins has officiated like two or three other weddings before you could tell they were like comfortable and they're they're great I mean, in they're general twins, so they get along pretty well <laughs> yeah it was like it would no but it was like bang 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 like they you know it was yeah. it was like twins having their own language they were they were great um, yeah, they were great. I didn't know that they were going to do that. Um, like, and I thought it was, it was funny cause it was like that to, to, I guess to clarify for the, for the listeners, the ceremony was basically a fake episode. It was, was like the, the, the shtick was like, it's like a, they're, they're, my brothers are John and Josh. So they're like, we're the original J and J and we're, you know, like we're gonna, they basically like they, they framed like us as like writing fake emails to them as the podcast host. Yes. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm explaining it very awkwardly. Well, they, but. They, 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 they basically did an episode of You Up, but, it's, but they're the co-hosts and they're taking emails. And yeah, just like you said, and, and, they, and the emails were very sweet and it didn't yeah. go too far into joke territory. It, it wasn't, you know, too much about the podcast, but it was, you know, kind of, that was the framework for right. how you two were being explained to one another. And it was nice. It was, yeah, it was, it was a nice mix of like, um, I think of like humor, but also sentimental. Yeah. If you're going to have the non-religious leader of the ceremony, right. this is how you want it. Yeah. You want some personal, personal yeah. and, 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 but it was like, I was like, you know, I'm in the back crying. I got my tissue out. <laughs> I, I'm I'm like I, I was really very touched by you know, I guess I don't know. Do you hear from these friends that they listen to the show? Yeah, I think um a lot of people listen to a lot of people listen to the show because, you know, especially it's funny, like I are in a dating a dating and relationship podcast. So if your fr- if your friend is marrying yeah. the host of the popular dating relationship, I think you listen also just to like hear what what she's saying about him. Totally. Or like, do you know what I mean? Like, it's funny. If I ever talk about anything sexual, his friends will immediately text him really? and be like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, this was kind of like You're a like, reveal. Oh, so things are a little stale right now, huh? Like, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Well, that was, a, you know, that was apparently the ball busting nature of all the dudes 
was great. Yeah. Loved every second of it. Are you ready to shop? Rakuten's Big Give Week is back. Get 15% cash back at hundreds of stores, including Headliners, Ulta, Fenty Beauty, Levi's, Adidas, and so much more. Seriously, the list seems endless. Rakuten is how the in-the-know shoppers get the best savings. They shop the brands they love and earn cash back on top of deals. During Big Give Week, May 6th to May 13th, the cash back rates are even bigger. Personally, I'll be shopping for beauty and apparel. You can save on everything you need for summer, like clothing, outdoor gear, and travel. You know I love to find the best deals while I'm shopping. And trust me, Rakuten is the hack to save money while shopping. Rakuten is the most rewarding way to shop and save because members can earn cash back on everything they buy. Rakuten is a shopping platform that partners with over 3,500 stores across every category like beauty, clothing, electronics, travel, and dining. And this week only, you're going to get the best deals ever. Membership is free, and when you sign up and shop today, you can get an extra 10% cash back boost. That's an extra 10% cash back on top of the 15% cash back. You won't see higher cash back rates than these. Go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app. R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. The ceremony was outside. There was a rain. How did you feel about the rain? I mean, it's funny. Everyone, I think when you read these bridal things, everyone pretends like, you know, and then it was like, we didn't even care because we were just there. Love it. Mm. Like, I was so anxious about the rain. Let me, can I give you a little behind the scenes Please. thing? So for each event, we want to do the whole thing outside for mm. the hall three nights. So each event you kind of had to, and the, the weather was like completely erratic. Mm-hmm. The weather and my mother were the most erratic things of the entire weekend. You had no idea what were, what they were going to do. You had no idea what was coming. If you should like like run away or stay outside. Anyway. I so, love your mom, by the way. I, I, I was I'm a huge fan. She's one of us. Um, okay. So um, for... So for every event you had to choose like because they had because there's rentals so they have to bring mm-hmm. them someplace and the indoor spot is not on the is by the lowly lagoon rooms so yeah we don't want to be they there. couldn't be like moving them last minute so you had to like choose what you wanted to do oh so there was there's a last minute thing where they say it's going to rain do you want to risk it and do beach or like you're, we're not sure yeah we're or not, do you want to yeah. go to the lagoon and right. hang with you know Jared in the ghetto. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> it's like those are your options. So for the first two nights, we were like, okay, like we're, we're fucking like amateur meteorologists here, mm. like tracking the, the the clouds and like the cloud coverage and whatever. Jordan, let me interrupt you for two seconds. Everyone was doing that the okay, whole weekend. Good. Everyone's got just... the Doppler. And then everyone's like, no, the clouds move. Everyone turned into like this meteorology buff. They're like, no, the clouds are moving that way. That's a Nimbus. Because it would be like That's sunny. A, you know, yeah, yeah, And yeah. then it would be raining. So and you really... could see the rain off in the distance. You'd be like, which way is it moving? Yeah. And then the people who work there would be like, you better go inside 20 minutes from now. We're like, what are you talking about? <laughs> like, this was just very stressful, especially just having these outdoor events. So the first two nights separately, we were like, okay, we're going to risk it. Like, we're going to go. And it didn't rain mm. for the, for either of the both of the first two nights. So we were getting a little cocky. We yeah. were like, okay, like, you know, the it. universe is on our side. Like, and it's the morning of. She's like, all right, you got to decide now. Because, again, they have to bring, like, the indoor. The, the, they can only, they can't move the rentals. It's, like, huge tables mm. and, like, lighting and, like, all that other and shit. And the dance floor. And the dance floor. So we were like, okay, we're going to have it. We're going to risk it. Go for it. And then. Well, this is where yeah. it helps that the grandparents are dead. Another perk. You real another uh, perk. You yeah. don't have to worry. Like, oh, Uncle Morty is gonna slip on the dance floor. We're gonna have a whole thing. Like, you knew this was a nimble group, 
Right. They could go out and then come in, which mm-hmm. they did, you know, like with, with you guys. So we have wound up pushing the, we, we were like, okay, she was like, okay, it's going to rain at the original time. Why don't we just push? And we were actually already running late. So mm. we were like, why don't we just push everything an hour? We'll like message everyone and like, they're already here. So like, they're not going to care. Mm-hmm. So we did that. And then it wound up being beautiful at the original time we were supposed to have it. And then yeah. it rained and then it was raining intense. I was like very worried when it was raining, not just because like it was going to worried about raining during the ceremony, which was annoying in itself, but it was also like, what if it rains like that the entire night? I can't, you cannot move it. Uh, so I was see, like, this is something I didn't know that I don't think anyone knew this. That's right. You're dealing with the stress alone now because it's the whole right. Because no one knows that there's no like alternative indoor situation. Mm. So I was so it was like, OK, if it continues to rain like this, everyone's going to just like have to just essentially just be outside in this yeah. rain. So I was just praying that it would stop um, because it was too late to make it an indoor event. So whatever. We pushed it. We had the ceremony. Ceremony was beautiful. I was a little, my paper was very wet. I was a, other, like the speeches were great. And I was definitely like looking out into the crowd and there's girls with like the, the, the jackets over their heads. And it was giving me like a little bit of anxiety that everyone was like miserable, but I do think everyone was fine now looking back. This is where I thought of you a lot because I was like, there, I did have a feeling like it started raining. I'm in my, and I go, this is it, whatever. I'm not going to like run for an umbrella like there's a type of wedding guest who lets you know they're not enjoying un- right. they're uncomfortable at every moment and it's like my whole thing is like don't be that guy like i didn't want to be the one shivering under an umbrella <laughs> like oh well, yeah we're was- doing it like you gotta like i wanted to show calm for you i pre- no, that i appreciated that because like it was it was that was my big well, less so for me but more sure. like are these guests gonna be like miserable and it's also like just the idea, just for the whole weekend, it was like the idea that people would be like leaving their kids and coming on this trip and then they'd have all this shitty weather the whole weekend, which wasn't, wasn't you, really the case. Not it your, was, that's I not know, your responsibility. I know, but it was kind of just like I like I wanted it to be like a fun outdoor, totally. like as the whole place, there's really not much to do indoors. But it was. Here's the thing. I, we, you start the ceremony, then we go to the cocktail party. Okay. The cocktail hour, which I'm calling fire festival. Um... <laughs> I wasn't going to say anything. The cocktail hour was the worst <laughs> part of the entire weekend. Um, I would have to say everyone, there was some nice lighting from the rain, but other than that, there was the venue fucked up. There was not, they did not bring out all the food. So it was like dark. Everyone was hungry. Everyone was chasing down the hors d'oeuvres. That was yeah. like, I'm very self-aware about the, the, it was the cocktail Lord of the hour. flies. It, it was terrible. It, yeah. It would listen. We're not going to dress this one <laughs> well, up. I can tell you why it was partially why it was like that. I know exactly why. Right. Because you switched the time. Yes, which I didn't the, even consider. Yeah. Nobody considered it. And I was like, wow, that is like the one thing. You're like, I missed one thing. Right. And it all, the whole sweater came undone. Yes. Because I knew what happened because someone said it was very dark during the cocktail hour. And I'm like, how do you not have any lights? What's going on? Yes. And then someone's like, they pushed it back an hour. It was supposed it, to be light out. Yes. It was supposed to be sunset. Yes. It was supposed to be this magical cocktail hour moment. And... It's interesting to me because I was like, wow, one thing. You, you yeah. missed one thing. And this isn't on you. I would have, who no, would have thought? Saying. Like, I, it's, I didn't realize that until, and then it was like, all right. So then I was talking to the planner and we're like, all right, let's just like cut the cocktail hour short since it, no one can see anything. But that, but that was the Everyone's good Everyone's using their phone flashlights to like literally go chase down the, the it was fire festival. Like, like, but for, you know. But you saw the vision. This is the thing. I saw what you saw. You were like, okay. ceremony on the beach, sunset cocktail hour, we're dancing by the sea. Right. And 
as we moved down the beach, once we got away from Fire Festival and we got our <laughs> yes. styrofoam, you know, it was all downhill. It was all it was sandwiches. Great after that. Yeah, yeah. It went. It was beautiful, and the and you. There was a moment where you see the tables lining the beachside and the mm. dance floor that's like rustic looking, and you saw the DJ was in like a coconut hut. You're like, I get it. This is beautiful. This is so much fun. Like, thank you. And and, and like the DJ was great. One flub by the DJ. I saw your Instagram yeah. story. It was so funny. It's true. She, she didn't say a word. She's playing the hits. She's crushing it. She even looks cool. She even looked She's like a DJ. Like a whole, yeah, she, vibe. It was yeah. a vibe. And you're like, wow, this is great. And then all of a sudden, uh, Shout comes on. And she's like. Which is normal. <laughs> a normal wedding song. And a fun wedding song. Yes. Everyone's on the dance floor. Shout. And we're waiting. A little bit. And then all of a sudden you hear her. A little bit softer now. Now we get on the floor. <laughs> Keep going lower. And you're like. Yeah. The, the instructions are in the song. <laughs> you, you don't, I don't need a little bit softer now. No. They say a little bit softer now. We're, we've done this before. Right. And it's like. She inserted herself. And then I was like. Is this going to be the rest? Is she going to be like instructing us on every song <laughs> and then she went away i was like what a decision on her part i couldn't believe the creative liberty uh, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> it must have worked for someone else it must maybe it was, is i it, don't know who it would work for maybe it was like one where the grandparents were still alive and couldn't hear the <laughs> couldn't hear the shout uh, the yeah. shout uh instructions <laughs> maybe that was it <laughs> but the bar situation two bars the tequila was flowing Dancing all oh, yeah. around. The characters came out. They were great. Nobody was like too drunk. No one was out of control. It was fun, beautiful. After party, great. They had tacos at the after party. All fun. Passed out. Woke up. I stayed an extra day. I ended up going to dinner with friends of Mike's from college. Oh, really? And this is the thing. That's you can so tell funny. a lot about people's people and via their friends like yeah. your friends are all very close in a very sweet way his friends it made sense the one thing i could not believe from the wedding that hasn't been mentioned on this podcast here is the importance of monopoly <laughs> deal deal <laughs> now every speech delved into how much jordana and mike got to know each other Via this board game? I don't even know what the it's game a car, is. It's a card game version of Monopoly. It's called Monopoly Deal. Mm. Um, and it's just like, it's just a really fun, like you play with a big group of people or you just play with two people. And Mike and I, we play a lot of games. I don't talk about it that much on this podcast because like, I don't know when it would come up or like, it's kind we of give fucking, advice of people on dating all the time. I don't, like, we just do that now because like we've been dating for four years. We have nothing else to talk about. We're just <laughs> well, for like, the people who are four years in listening. <laughs> the people who are four years in listening get some games. Like it gets, you know, it gets your, I mean, our relationship started on games. That sort of was his, his vows thing was like mm. talking about how, you know, on the first date I asked him some like, would you like for some like insane, would you rather questions? Yeah. Um, and I mean, I mean we, play, we play games on this podcast, so it's kind of like it, it makes I, sense, I guess. I just thought it was very cool because you don't, you know, like what is, it was interesting that like the whole group, everyone right. Monopoly deal, Monopoly deal, Monopoly. I'm like, we should be selling, you know, you up deal. We should. Well, we as like a Red date night thing. Which is sort of a, a you up type uh, very true. game. But basically like we, someone introduced us to this game like when we first started dating and then we introduced this game to every single person in all of these friend groups, mm. all these separate friend groups. Okay, this is interesting. So it's kind of like, it, not like it, everyone now plays this game because we like started you playing it, it with to, them. I get you. Yes. But it, it was a very, 
sweet thing. And I was like, it's so funny to me that like we're sitting here like with the dating podcast and, and people are like, what, you know, I'm a couple months in, you know, like, uh, what do we do? And I'm like, Monopoly deal seems like it, it, it felt like it was the, the glue that bound this marriage together. People definitely reference us because we bring it everywhere. Yeah. We have like five packs. Like it's like, it's, we're, it's pretty fucking lame, but it's like, um, it's our thing a little bit. But that's cool. <laughs> I, I think that was very sweet and nice. And like you, the, the, the mentions went, you, uh, Betches, you up Monopoly deal. And yes. hanging out at Mike's parents' place. And it did seem like... His friends, Ma- I think, were like... It was like the spot for his friends to hang out when he was growing up. That was the basement. You could feel that. Yes. And then you could understand that because I'm in the airport in Cancun and who walks up to the bar next to me? It's Mike's parents. And we start having drinks and I'm like... <laughs> I sent a picture. Yeah, a selfie great. of us. I was like, they're not going to fucking believe this. He and was then- <laughs> so excited, Mike, to, to get that picture. And uh, but, now, you know, that's going on our mantle. But I love it because they're so sweet and you can understand why they're the house that people would feel comfortable. Yeah. Going. Like my house growing up, no, no, no. My parents made people feel uncomfortable. Like everything, take off your shoes. You're putting your glass there. What are you doing on that rug? You know, like it, it didn't, This it felt like they were the total opposite of, of that type of parent. That's funny. My parents were, were good at letting, because they didn't really, we, there were so many of us that no one even knew who was coming in or out. So it was my mom, like sometimes I feel like she thought like they were her kids. She wasn't even <laughs> sure. Um, I so had I a new had one. That, but, but it was not like a nurturing, like let me give you a million snacks kind of way. Just more in a like, oh, like pick up your sister. And they're like, oh, I don't live here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The, that, that was another thing that came with the, the guy's speech who was really good. The one that he was like the, the snack Adam, drawer yeah. uh-huh. at the Marinelli house is like. Yeah, I mean, you've seen me post about that. Like yes. His, his, the drinks. It's like there, it's like, it's kind of like he still eats like he's that 90s kid. Good for him. I mean. I have no idea where it goes, but. I, <laughs> I don't either, but I, uh, listen, it was a great time. I had a blast. It was a great wedding. Um, I don't know. I was. So I was happy so happy. Would you say if it wasn't? Of course. Or would you just? I say told less? you the cocktail hour. It didn't okay. work. Okay. Great. <laughs> yeah. Matter. If you had been like the cocktail hour was great, no one no. even noticed. I would have known that your whole thing was bullshit. No, the cocktail hour didn't work. Here's my negatives. Okay. okay? Um, cocktail hour, but that was beyond your control. Like I understood what. I you... guess it was like I could have just kept it, and then it would have. But it just it would have rained during the cocktail hour because the cocktail hour would have been during the ceremony. So it's kind of like. I guess, I don't know. And I guess we would have thought, oh, we missed the cocktail hour because of the rain, but then we wouldn't have known that we missed nothing because of the rain. You know what I mean? Like, I I think the, I understood the thought process, moving down the beach. Like, I I like that. So when I see a vision, I'm I'm for the vision. I appreciate that. I think a warning of lagoon versus beach rooms. (laughs) I think just a warning, a subtle Would warning. Would that have changed your room you booked? I, I, I don't know how much the difference. I did have that thought. I was like, what was the math I did? Was you like didn't 100? do any math. There was one room left when, okay. by the time you booked. So, okay. Yeah. So, but I'm saying if day one, you need to book now so you can get a beach room so you don't have to take seven bike rides. I mean, by the end of the weekend, I was like, I'm going to join the Tour de France. Like, I, I am a <laughs> bicyclist. Yeah, you I know, got exercise. A, you were by breakfast. You have a little breakfast. I was, I was cool with it. I was yeah. by the gym. I got to, and you know, I no got that. And there's no grandmas, in. thankfully. Thank again. God. So, like, the, Thank you God. don't have to worry about any of those bitches. Like, <laughs> complaining. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So, I'm the only one. Yeah. Um, that was really the extent of it. Like, uh, I had a great time. But, like, the party was fun. The group, And, again. 
you and your friends, Mike and his friends, you know, the energy of the weekend was, right. you know, all the youngins and- Well, and now that you're was one nice. of them. And now you're I'm in, I, I, yeah, I've become friendly with, I, I'm texting with these people, wow. you know, like we're, we're all getting together tonight. You're not coming? No, I- <laughs> They iced us out. That's great. No, no, no. I, I went for dinner the next night with a, a bunch of them. They were very nice. That's and awesome. That was the other sweet thing. Everyone was very, it felt aware that I knew nobody. Right. Like, even when the wedding got pushed back, you very nicely texted oh, me yeah. individually. I'm, I'm like, like, who would not hear from someone else? Because, like, it was like, it was like, spread the word. Yeah. But then I was like, oh, there's going to be like, there's like three people who I could need to tell individually. Lonely, lonely Jared. <laughs> Sitting in his room, sitting in, in the, the lagoon, sitting at the ceremony alone, <laughs> with a flower in my hand. Yeah, um, but let's. I, I mean, is there anything else to go over? Oh yeah. Well, you know, we can go through the vows on. A, we're gonna do that on a you up with benefits episode. Mm-hmm. The it'll, it'll come out. Um, I think December twentieth, and we'll yes. uh, we guys we'll give you like the real. Ins- either we'll have the hopefully we'll have the video the audio of the actual. Um, ceremony from then if not Jared and I will just read it because it's a like we said it's a you up um, themed ceremony Um, so stay tuned for that and anything else we missed we'll throw into that episode too yeah if you want to hear it go you got a you up with benefits it's three bucks a month for two extra podcasts you get the episodes a day early uh, no ads so it it is uh, and it's quite a deal people really love the you up with benefits deal, so to speak. Yeah, They're I mean, getting that, a lot out of this, that. Was so. so great to see on the Spotify Wrapped um, things, which came out today. It's now a week later that this is actually coming out. But it was so great to see that, like, not only was Spotify it was the you up up there, but also you up with benefits as a separate Spotify podcast was also in people's top five, which Love is it. pretty incredible. So cool. Thank you guys so much. Um, and also thank you. Uh, this comes out the day. Uh, of or day before, before if you're a subscriber if you're a subscriber uh, the live show I would think there might be a couple tickets left um, if you haven't gotten them I'm not it's gonna possible. it's possible in the back maybe so yeah you might be in the back in the lagoon so I will forever reference the lagoon um, so go uh, get the tickets they're all over you know at this point, we've said it enough. I, yeah, I, I, you up live. You know, I think we have all of our submissions at this point. But mm-hmm. if you guys want to ask us a question, we're going to have a thing where you can text a question in um, so you can ask us if you're at the show. If you're listening yes. to this before you go, just bring your question, make it normal, and we'll probably answer it. <laughs> I, I've added some dates if people are, are interested in coming to a show. Yes. Uh, Vegas, Phoenix, Long Beach, New York, uh, St. Louis for New Year's Eve, Fort Lauderdale, Cincinnati, West Nyack, Philadelphia, Sacramento, Pittsburgh, Omaha, Columbus, Albany, jaredfree.com, jaredfree.com, jaredfree.com. That's where you get the tickets. Um, oh, I just want to also plug that we have a You Up Crew Neck sweatshirt that is currently on sale, which is great. Which we both perked up about. Yes, we're all we both, very excited yeah, about we, it, and you will probably see me wearing that in all of our future recordings. Love a crew neck. You guys know I'm a huge fan of Skims, and with warmer weather coming up, I recently tried out one of their t-shirts. Skims makes the best basics and foundations, so it's no surprise that it's the best-fitting tee I've ever worn. Finding the perfect t-shirt can be such a challenge, whether it's the fit or the quality, but with Skims, they make the most flattering shirts for everyone. Honestly, I love pretty much everything Skims makes, but I really love their t-shirts. They're like form-fitting, and they make my body just look that much smoother. I have the soft, smoothing, seamless t-shirt in Onyx. 
has amazing versatility. It is literally a must-have for a spring wardrobe. They're stretchy, they're flattering. You can dress it up or dress it down and you don't have to worry about compromising style or comfort. I also have the cotton jersey t-shirt in marble and it's really just changed the game for me. It's taking the regular t-shirt, it's leveling it up. There's no stretched collars or hems and it literally fits like a dream. Skims t-shirts are made with innovative technology while always keeping style and comfort in mind. From crop silhouettes to long sleeve layering tees, Skims has something for every fit and every body. Shop the Skims t-shirt shop at skims.com. Now available in sizes extra, extra small to 4X. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know I sent you. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select you up in the drop down menu that follows. Listen, we that's the wedding recap. It was great. Let's do some awkward sex. Let's you ready? Let's do it. All right. Hey, J&J, love the podcast. So this literally just happened a few days ago and I instantly thought of this podcast. I went out with a few girlfriends to a bar downtown where I met this guy. We really hit it off and talked for a while at the bar. So naturally, I invited him back to my place after the bar closed. We hung out and talked for some more after we got to my apartment and things were going well. We decided to take it to the bedroom. One thing led to another and he went down on me. Ooh. I know someone who might not like that. <laughs> It's a little you up podcast inside joke. That's right. Uh, everything was going great until all of a sudden he quickly jumped off the bed and onto the floor where he was yelling expletives over and over. Obviously, in my mind, I was like, what the fuck is going on? So I peeked over the end of the bed to see him in a full fetal position rocking back and forth. He then told me he dislocated his shoulder and that I needed to take him to the ER. Still not quite knowing what was happening, he then explained I needed to dress him because his arm was hanging from his body. So there I was dressing and putting pants on a guy who I just met, not even knowing his last name. After get I love that where she's like, <laughs> I love that. That line to me is such a hilarious, normal thing. Uh, like, the like guy she just met who licked her pussy. <laughs> I had to like, put his pants on. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I had to put a naked man's pants on. We just, I don't even know his last name. Right, as if this is more intimate. Yeah. I guess in some ways it could be. In some ways yeah. it is because a man with a flaccid penis standing right, is very different. Right, putting on his pants. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's very hospital. I get it. You know, I, I understand why it's, it's weird. It's like he should at least get you a ring before yeah. you have to <laughs> right, like, see the flaccid penis. Yes. Uh, so, But it is funny that like... Ah! <laughs> so after getting him and myself dressed, I drove him to the ER at five in the morning. At this point, I was committed to the situation and waited another hour and a half for him to get his shoulder pop back in because he wasn't from my city. So I couldn't leave him stranded at the ER. 6.30 a.m., we finally headed back to my place. And at this point, we were both so exhausted, we fell asleep, not even finishing what we started before our fun little trip to the ER. How would you finish? Right. I, I mean, I understand. We didn't... Okay, back oh to work, sir. Start licking again. Like, what is she going to... Yeah, at 6.30 a.m.? It's time like, for bed. Right, yeah. Then you put your pants, you take your pants off. <laughs> also, I would be so careful. Like, what if it happened again? Uh, safe to say, I'm kind of glad he doesn't live here so I don't have to be reminded of my sex sent me to the ER audition next time I hit up the bar. Sincerely dislocated and dickless. Oh, my God. What do you think? It's, I mean, it's... The the thing that resonates most with me is like that moment when like you you know when you like have an unexpected jolt of pain and you oh, just yeah. look so ridiculous like reacting to it mm -hmm. and that's kind of what happened to him in this <laughs> sexual you know what I mean like when you yeah. like stub your toe and you just like you you make like the worst ugliest version of your 
face and your body moves in like such an un, like a scary way. You hit your nose, you're tearing. Yeah, yeah I, I know exactly what you mean. And it's funny that we're like both, like I, I guess we're on the same page here. It's like, I feel worse for him than I do her. Yeah, <laughs> you literally, know, like it, right. This thing's for him. Like he's like, ah, oh, I'm picking up a girl at the bar right. in, in a new city. Going down her in the middle of the like that. <laughs> like this, like it's like how tough could he look? You know, like oh, and he didn't even go back to fucking me. It's like yeah, how could he fuck? He probably can't even get hard after making those noises. Yeah, I'm trying to think as a. a it'd probably be worse as a woman to have like to be. But maybe I, here's where maybe I think a man it's, would be more understanding. I don't know. I think it's worse. I think men don't understand this maybe that like but I think physically it's worse for a man. Like okay. the penis during duress not a good look. The flaccid penis, right? Yeah, just you know, if a woman if a, like if a, I'm trying to imagine a woman her shoulder popping out, I'd be like still a beautiful woman. Like, you know like <laughs> guy I still do it. <laughs> I just, you know, hold on for a second. No, I but a guy like it's like that Seinfeld episode, like the difference in nakeds. Right. You know, like a woman opening the pickle jar hot. Especially like post-injury. Yes. Like, yes. Like, I did feel bad. You know, like oh. making noise. It's just bad look for him all around. Yeah. And do you know anyone whose shoulder pops out? What do you mean? Do you know someone who dislocates their shoulder? Do you know someone like who frequently? has Frequently? Yeah. Is that a thing? It's a thing. I have a oh, good friend. A thing. Like good- frequently. I've dislocated my sh- my arm before, but that was like. When I was like seven. Yeah. I, I mean, I have a good friend who has done it like jumping into the ocean. Oh, wow. Like it just took a little okay? bit of a, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's still out of the shoulder now, <laughs> years later. Um, but I, I, it's, it, some people just are apt to that, I think. Like, right. or if you've had a shoulder dislocation in the past, maybe it happens quicker. So I, like, I have empathy for this guy because like, I'm sure this isn't the first time this has ever happened for him. And did she say this was like kind of a, this was, they just met at a bar? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so she has no... Would you hook up with him again? I think it would, like... I think it would depend on, like, how it went, like, at the AR. Like, <laughs> how cool he was at the hospital? Yeah, I mean, like, I get, like you probably get to know them a lot better than you did drunk at the bar. I totally agree. I think if they were cool, I'd be, like, fine with it. If they were, like... This could hypothetically yeah. be the opening scene of a rom-com where yeah. they end up together in the end. Totally. It's a great yeah. way to force someone to hang out with you sober, <laughs> you know? So, this is our first date. Exactly. Uh, yeah. I, uh, no, I would definitely And then get- you'd have, like, ammo if it, if he, like, fucked you. You'd be, like, fucking dislocated asshole. <laughs> like- <laughs> Armless fucking right. loser. Yeah, I, I, uh, I, this isn't a deal breaker for me. Yeah, I think it'd be, I mean, I think it might be momentarily, like you said, it might be turned off in the moment by, like, just the physical nature of seeing someone at their like least sexy, sexy. But yeah. I think I would get over it. Did, um, you, did you have any names for it? I love Maddie's uh, names, which was like the dick located shoulder and the dick location. They were really good. The dick located shoulder, dick located, the vagina wrestler. What? I don't get that. Maddie oh, explain. because of shoulders. Like, what is he doing down there? But his arm. Oh. <laughs> that, that's a good point that we actually. Glaze that's a good point over. we haven't really discussed. Like how. That's my point, is that if it's happened in the past, again, I have a friend who Throwing. the ocean okay. made his shoulder dislocate. So, like, I don't know if he, like, was doing, like, a plank. Going down on a woman is a physically th- physical thing. I don't think, I, listen. For your fingers, maybe, more, and, like, your hand. I don't know about your, I can't see a way that you would, like. You're not your, just, like, sleeping in their vagina. I guess. 
Yeah, I don't. I mean, I still don't. I feel like when I imagine dislocating, it's because someone like pulls it out of like its socket. I think he was like in a plank like maneuver. So he had his arm like in a push up formation and maybe the bed rocked beneath him and that switched up. You know, he was on on solid ground. Yeah. Okay. I had, um, what did I have for names? I had um, this one. I had shouldering through. Which oh, I don't that's e- good. Okay, I, I didn't even know. What I that like meant. that. Okay, good. I uh, I also have this is my favorite. Put him in a sling fling. Okay, <laughs> there you go. So that was the other one. I like it. Um, yeah, listen, if you have an awkward sex story, send them in. UUP at Betches dot com. UUP at Betches dot com. We love an awkward sexual moment, right? Indeed. You know that feeling when you're going on your first date with the person you've been seriously crushing on and realize you have absolutely nothing to wear. Maybe you find yourself wishing you had the perfect pair of jeans, the one you can fancy up, fancy down, and just look better every time you wear them. Well, that's why you need to check out Lee Denim. I love Lee Denim. I'm wearing them today in the office. I'm wearing their jeans. I love, they also have this other pair that I have at home that I'm really excited to wear. It's like a little baggier, but it's still so comfortable, and yet it's still so flattering. I don't know how they do it. Every time you wash it, they also look even better. And I love that they flatter every body type. Denim trends come and go, but Lee is legendary for creating denim cuts that fit your body. Their denim gets better with age, and their classics fit into every look. Lee's denim jacket is the one to reach for without fail, a classic. The Ryder jean jacket is the OG, what every other brand has copied for decades. Everyone is an icon in their own right, and Lee makes denim so people can own their style and feel good in their clothes. Their spring collection is here, so get the freshest looks and cuts before anyone else. You can find your Lee fits by visiting lee.com. That's lee.com to shop spring looks now. When it comes to the plant-based eating debate, there's more to consider than just healthy or unhealthy. Of course, we want to eat things that make us feel good and generate energy to keep us going. But there's also a major environmental component that drives a lot of people to a plant-focused diet. But you don't have to give up some of your faves entirely. Impossible Foods makes meat from plants. They're solving the meat problem with more meat. By creating delicious meat from plants that's better for you and the planet, Impossible lets you enjoy some of your favorite meaty products with a plant-based twist. Ground beef, homestyle meatballs, sausage patties, all made from plants. And that's just a few of their delicious and versatile options. No more tension between craving meat but not wanting to eat so much of it or sacrificing your carnivorous faves for your health. Indulge in nutrient-packed, plant-based goodness and feel good doing it. Check out impossiblefoods.com to see how you can help solve the meat problem with more meat. That's I-M-P-O-S-S-I-B-L-E-F-O-O-D-S.com. Should we do an email? Let's do an email. Okay. This one's very interesting to me. Yes. I I, I was very interested to hear your take on, on this one. Okay. Hi, J&J. I've been listening to your podcast from the start and love every episode. You bring such a nuanced view on dating that is so refreshing. I wanted to bring up a topic that I don't think you've talked about yet. I have firsthand accounts of this and have also talked with girlfriends who are having similar experiences in different cities. Are guys not approaching girls at bars post-lockdown? I've gone out to bars since the lockdown ban was lifted in my city a few months back, and I haven't had many guys approach me. My appearance hasn't changed much except going from 23 to 25 years old. I haven't gained or lost weight. My hair has stayed pretty much the same except a few trims. I wear deodorant and perfume, LOL. And this bit is a... And this is a bit weird to say, but I'm generally seen as an attractive woman. Okay. I believe her. Me too. Before the pandemic, I would go out with a girlfriend or two, and we'd usually have a group of guys approach us. Some of those conversations lead to a super fun night out. Other times it led to dates. 
Since I've been going back out to bars, I've had almost zero guys approach me or my friends who are also generally considered attractive. At first, I was a bit surprised, thinking maybe guys are taking a second to get used to in-person flirting. I was doing the girl flirting tactic that worked in the past of making eye contact with a guy across the bar. I've even been super upfront and tapped guys on the shoulder to talk. They'll chat with me, and I think and I think we're having a decent time, but he won't ask for my number or buy me a drink. I understand people have girlfriends or maybe they're simply not attracted to me, but I'm wondering if there's something else to it. As the dating gurus of our generation, is this an issue of people getting into the groove of getting back out there? Are groups of guys more interested in having a good time with their guy friends than approaching girls at bars? Is this about people relying mainly on dating apps for the last year plus? Or has the ripe age of 25 pushed me out of the range guys are attracted to? I hope I'm not sounding antiquated with this email. Of course, it's 2021 and men don't have to be the approachers. Women can go for what they want, but maybe I'm a bit more on the traditional side of wanting a guy to make the first move or buy me a drink. Is there any way I could make myself more approachable? Any advice is greatly appreciated. Let me buy you a drink. T-Pain. <laughs> Thank you for, for <laughs> properly accrediting that yeah. quote. I, I love this email because I, I think like there's like a mix of a bunch of things going on. Okay. Like... I think one is misremembering the past. We, you know, like we all okay. look at the past through, and I'm not saying she's wrong. The pre-COVID times. Okay. Oh, it was, a, it was, a, it was a, a glorious time where men would come up to me left and right and I'd leave with the bar and they'd go down on me and their shoulders stayed intact. Like, I, I <laughs> right? I, yeah. I, but I do believe her that she's noticing a difference because I would agree with her. But I'm you just saying, okay. I'm just saying first I have to acknowledge like, it's my, you know, my dad's old saying, he would always say, it's never as good as you think, it's never as bad as you think. It's somewhere in the middle. Right. So I, but I do agree with her. I think I would ask you this question. Do you notice your, is your screen time more post in a post pandemic world or in 2021 December, do you look at your phone more or less than you did in 2019 December? I would imagine a lot more. Me too. I now that I have an Apple Watch, I just look at the Apple Watch. But generally, yes. <laughs> this is, that's how much more you look at it. Yes. That you've strapped the phone onto exactly. your body. Now I've strapped it on, so it's basically just part of like my. It, 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 part of what helps me breathe. It's attached to my lungs. <laughs> that's so. right. You are a half robot. So exactly. I. So I think that has to do with this. Is that we all went to a screen facing world okay. during the pandemic. It's how we connected with people during the pandemic. Like you know, through Instagram and memes and sending each other memes and, you know, dating, everything right. went to virtual. So I don't think it's like getting, I think it's not, it, and I'm noticing about myself, like when I was, uh, when I became single again, I was like trying to make myself these promises of how I wanted to be a single guy okay. in this, you and what know. what were those promises? What's that? Uh, one of them was, I want to go to bars and meet people. I, I, and I, and I said to you on this podcast, I, I was like, I don't want to be on the apps. Right. And then I want to, I, I, I have social skills. I have fine <laughs> enough social skills. I'm a good person. I can, affirmations. <laughs> yeah. This is, these are my wake up in the morning nice. yeah, in the mirror. But I'm saying I was, and I do believe this, but the allure of the apps as a crutch for social interactions okay is so strong that I think a lot of men are hooked on the cigarettes. Okay. Because when I read this email... But doesn't it feel better to be in person? Absolutely. Right. But it's like, it feels better when I wake up in the morning and I didn't eat late at night. 
Right. I'm still eating late at night. Yeah. So I, I, I was, I, yeah. yeah, it's an addiction. I yeah. really do believe this because I will be at bars <laughs> with people mm-hmm. looking at my phone and I'll open up a dating app. And right. I'm like, Jared, it's what the, reflex. And, well, yeah. it's a reflex. I'm like, yeah. what the fuck are you doing? And you know, this has to do with laziness. This has to do with fear of rejection. The idea that I've gotten used to a world where I can approach the opposite sex or someone I'm, I'm attracted to in a way where with less chances for awkward than here. Because you already know that they're attracted to you also. Because they've yes, swiped on you. Right? Because they've yeah. swiped, you've agreed upon okay. we are attracted in some way or the other. So when I was reading this email, I was like, yeah, this makes is definitely, this makes perfect sense. And I would also say that like, you know, I, I'll say this about me. A dating app match to me is more of a burden. Like I match with someone on a dating app. I'm like, Ugh, what do I do now? Do I have to, I got to do something, you know? Okay. And, and as, as opposed to a bar where it's like, this is exciting and fun, but it's again, so is fitting into my pants after dieting and exercising for a month and okay. drinking a little bit less. I think it's harder to do. And we've all had this easier way that was allowed by society because we were locked in our homes. So do you think for practical move for her, do you think it would, this, for for someone like her, do you think that's, you're trying to say that what she should do about this is maybe approach more people so that it's sort of, yeah, I mean, so they they to make make to make a bar more like a dating app. Yeah, <laughs> have the fun and energy of a dating app. Yeah, do you know I, what I, I, mean? I, like, I do think, um, which I no think, one ever said, but like, you, you know, and that's not sexy at all to be like, right. yeah, you got to shake these guys out of their addiction. Right. I mean, it doesn't. Say, yeah, like you've got to work harder now because yeah. like you're competing <laughs> with the girls on the app in addition to the girls on the bar. Um, do you, but, do you, but do you see what I'm talking about, right? Right. I think it's kind of like, I mean, I'm sure there's still like, like she's out there. She's saying, I want to meet people at the bars. I'm going to the bars. I'm an in-person person. I'm sure there are still men who are like doing that. Or maybe it's just a little bit harder to get anyone's attention anywhere at this point. Listen, I, and I do think this is a male female thing. I don't mean to like go down that road, sure. but you, what you're saying is right. Everyone that writes in this podcast, they want to meet more IRL. Right. They want in real life. They they want they hate the apps. Women who are married who miss the apps. What do they say all the time? Oh, thank God I didn't have to do the dating apps. Yes. When men are married and they miss the apps, they go, "I never got a chance to do the dating apps." So the natural inclination is for these men to be lazy. The apps are made for la- the laziest person, and most of the cases, men are lazier just in general. So why are they even at the bar? Because they want to be out, and they they want both worlds. You know, okay. like I I. I can say I'm at the bar doing this, okay. not approaching women when I want to. And I'm sitting here saying, going, because yeah. I wrote down, the first thing I wrote down, laziness. I, I, and I was like, this is, and, and I don't know, uh, yet. Yeah, I guess the only way to combat is like, you have to go up to people and like, like go up to a shake, wake right. up, man. Am I now, <laughs> right, or like, am I now in close enough proximity to you that the app is going to pick up my, uh, yeah. which I mean, is from what I've heard, how people are, again, how people are dating in college. Like, mm. you know what I mean? You see someone cute in your class. You don't have to go up to them and say anything because you can just like match with them on an app and then you know that they like you or they yeah. know that they think you're attractive. And and that's like, again, I've said this on the podcast before. I've tried to say it on stage and it always sounds bad, but the apps were created by a Zuckerberg type. Yes. To let that guy approach women without, without fear of rejection. So what do you think is the solution here? 
That's kind of... I mean, I guess events. I guess this is why I'm always like, go out with big groups because the big group makes it safer and you can go... go, Destination wedding. Destination (laughs) wedding. Um, That's going to be a you up with benefits that we have to talk about. Okay, yeah. Because the maybe fix up. Oh, yeah. Well, we have a... I mean... That's a, a story of, in a itself. Of, we have a lot of uh, stuff to say there. Yeah, because I, I, I've brought that story up to friends and they're like, there's a debate of who... Of how you should approach it? Very interesting. I want to hear But this it. is okay, a good we'll tease talk, for good, you up with benefits. You should great. sign up because I have a story to tell on that that the, I think is respectful to all parties involved. Excellent. I want to hear all about it. Um, but I, I, I would say, you know, big groups. Again, friend luck. Maybe yeah. we should throw a friend luck. Well, that should be our a next up, live event. A you up live friends not giving, but Fr- yeah, friend giving. Friend we're giving, giving friends yeah, we're away. Giving friends, bring a person, <laughs> bring a. Ma- I mean, our audience is is a lot of women, but there are men too. Yes, so I think, and there's a lot of women who have who are friends with men that they don't date. Yeah, I I just don't. You know, it's like this podcast is all about like it's raining out. Bring your umbrella. Like we see a problem. You, you say it all the time, better consumer. We want a better buyer. Right. If I was this person, like maybe it's just acknowledging that these guys are in their own way and just go up to them. They're at a bar right. because they want to be there and they don't even know how lucky they are to be at that bar. Like Exactly. I, and they'll be that much more excited if you are, you know, the normal attractive person that you're saying you are, that someone has, to, I think they will be, I think they'll be happy to get off of their phones and be, and have in, in-person interactions, but maybe they just need a little bit of a reminder that they are, I'm more excited to meet someone I've met in public than on an app. And I'm, I'm saying that not to besmirch the people. If I met the people I met on an app in public, I think I'd be more excited. Right. Same like, people. Same yeah, people. Yeah, exactly. And, and it's just the app, what it does. And here's what the bar meeting does. And I think why what, what, what more men would, if I was to pitch to men, meet women in bars, okay. I think the ability to say, this was a fun night, but not a fun, fu- not a future I'm looking for is more, you, the argument's more in your favor. Right. Because you're not, you're not like on LinkedIn looking for a job. Yeah. Your dating app is yeah, LinkedIn exactly. for dating. You, if yeah. you happen to run into someone who offered you a job, it's much more, you know what I mean? Than like, oh, you're searching, you are looking, yeah. but you're just not looking for me. Yeah. I think I totally get that. The low yeah. pressure stakes of an right. in-person meetup. And, and this is, again, I've mentioned this before and it always sounds bad, but like, that's why the dating apps were made to take guys who aren't studs and turn them into studs. Yeah. A stud at one point had to go out and leave their apartment to meet women and bed them. Yeah. Now you can do that from your toilet. No, that's so funny. I mean, it also makes me think about like shopping, right? Yeah. Like, I, you know, I used to like in-person shopping. Now I hate it because if I go in and there's like a salesperson talking to me, I feel like, oh, I've, I've come into their store. I've mm-hmm. like said I'm looking, right? <laughs> and now like I have to buy something. But if I'm looking online, like no one's, wa- I can just like leave the website and yeah. no one's like, I don't have to feel like a little pang of like, of like uh, guilt that I, you know, I wasted someone's time. I mean, it's me the, the complete yeah. opposite. Yeah. It's interesting. That's funny. I'm glad she brought it to the, as she called it, the, what do they call us? The um, dating gurus. The dating gurus yes. of 2021. I'm not, yeah, because I don't know if this helps, but I think it might help to hear that, like, I feel this. Right. From no, the other side. I think side. that definitely helps because it's also, again, it shows it's not personal. 
it's a phone thing. And there are practical solutions that like are kind of annoying to have to do. I totally understand. Obviously easier said than done. But if she's out there, I feel like that's even more attractive. Someone who's not only looking at you from the other side of the bar, but like going up to you and talking to you. It's annoying to have to do that move. I totally get it. But like you're going to have to do it on apps anyway. So I love it. Let's do, uh, let's play some games. Let's do it. Okay. Today's Red Flag or Deal Breaker game is brought to you by High Noon Hard Seltzer. Red Flag or Deal Breaker? They tell you they don't love mango flavored High Noon Hard Seltzer. What do you think, Jordana? That's a big red flag. (laughs) I happen to love the mango High Noon, and luckily High Noon has lots of flavors to choose from. So even if that is a red flag, hopefully they'll like one of the other flavors so that you can still continue to date them. Let me give you the flavors. Pineapple, black cherry, watermelon, grapefruit, peach, lime, mango, passion fruit. They've got a high noon for every occasion. Try high noon the next time you go on a first date or just hang out with your friends. I love high noon. Always been a fan. So happy to have them a part of the show. Let's play some games. Let's do it. Hi, J&J. Day one listener, but first time emailer. I have a red flag or deal breaker I'd love to hear your thoughts on, especially with how open Jared is about body image, etc. on the pod. I have a- well, what if I just started crying? <laughs> I've been eating too much lately. Aww. There's a podcast for that. Oh, I know. Yeah. Which is great. Love hearing you on the podcast. Yeah. You're Just a plug for Diet, for Diet Starts Tomorrow. Jared's episode where he talks about going to the McDonald's drive-thru on I- Diet Starts Tomorrow is like the funniest thing I've That's heard in a very a long time. That's become a stage bit. That works to varying degrees. I was so on a walk you. listening to that. I was just, I was picturing it. I could see it so well with the story you described. It was so funny. It's exactly how it happened. <laughs> um, I have a male friend from college who has been in a relationship for the better part of a year. Of the year. He is not super active on social media, but his girlfriend is, and I will often see the photos that she tags him in. He's lost a bunch of weight since we graduated, but is generally just a big guy. Probably 6'5", or maybe even taller. I've noticed that his girlfriend occasionally uses Facetune or Photoshop on her own photos, but it usually isn't too bad. No accidental missing limbs or anything like that. (laughs) Just some light retouching. However, recently she started Photoshopping him too. They They went on a beach vacation and she posted a photo of them in bathing suits in which she very clearly blurred and retouched his stomach where he has stretch marks. I feel like Photoshopping yourself is one thing, but to do it to other people in your photos too... This leads me to my question. Red flag or deal breaker, your significant other photoshops photos of you before posting them on social media. Hope to hear your thoughts. This is such a funny message because it's such a funny email because it kind of shows you like nobody notices, but everyone notices. Right. Like she knows he has stretch marks. Like, like, right. like it's the kind of thing where you're like, no one notices that, but it's like, no, every, everyone. It's, it's funny. This rem- that, that concept reminds me of like when I was not engaged yet after mm. like, I don't know, three or something years. And I'm, and I'm like, this is so embarrassing. I'm not engaged yet. I'm like, but then I'm like in the back of my, I'm fighting with myself. I'm like, no one cares. No one. And then I, and then I, and a different friend who was dating someone shorter got engaged before me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like very annoyed by it. But again, I was like telling myself the same thing. And then after I got engaged, my friends were like, yeah, we were like a little worried about you. <laughs> I'm like, oh, they do. It's not it's, in my head. <laughs> it's not in your head, but it's like, it, it's almost like a, uh, it's a spectrum situation. They, yeah. no one cares as much as it pings you, but they don't care zero. Right. There's a, it's a fleeting yeah. thought of theirs, but yeah. it's not like they're like thinking about it. There's not a group chat, separate group chat talking about this guy's yeah. abs or my, you know, Titled singleness. Jordana's not, is still, <laughs> I hope not. Still hasn't gotten the ring yet. Yeah. yeah. That's the title of it. And I would say. We don't know how much he's involved with this retouching. 
He's not sending in the message. It's a friend right. who's noticing this. So, and, I, and again- You think maybe he's asking her to do this? I'm saying I'm not putting out a bathing suit picture of me on the beach without having some critical control of the situation. Okay. And she said he's lost weight since college. So, okay. so I'm saying like she's asking the opinion of someone who talks about body issues all the time. I can't imagine that this guy who's lost weight since I college see. is just, oh, that's the picture? Like, he has no clue this is happening? So you think he's either on board or asking for it? One or the other. Interesting. Okay, yeah, that's a totally different take than the way I was coming at it, which is, like, he doesn't care, and she's, like, embarrassed of him and yeah. photoshopping his body because she, like, wants him to seem better looking to the world. Yeah, that would be, like, I, 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 I guess that's an option, but I would, like, be, like, this is a horrific relationship to be in. You know, right. like, like, well, I, like it would be like very, ins- I think if so, if, if Mike was photoshopping my body to make it look uh, like mo- better in pictures, I think I'd be very insulted. I'd be like, you know what I mean? like I'm just imagining. the other way around is a more absurd thing to imagine. <laughs> like Mike puts out a picture from your wedding and you have like triple D boobs. <laughs> like my just- hair is not blonde. <laughs> It's so insane that because, but if you think of it that way, isn't that an insane way to think of his girlfriend being? I think, I think it's more under. I think I could understand it more coming from a woman than a man, because like women are more like open about fixing men up, or you know what I mean, like they're are suggesting they do different, like you know, wax your back or something like that. Like I think that that's less of an insult than a man telling a woman what she should something she could do to improve her See, physical appearance. I think she would do that pre-picture. Okay. Like, I think She'd when a like, woman does like that, this. stand like this, and, right. you, you know, no, put on your shirt. You, you don't, we don't want your, your, your stomach in the picture. Like, I, right. I think that's more, like, that sounds horrific to even say, but that's a conversation, like, that my mom would have with yeah. my dad, you right. know? So it'd be like, no, you look like shit. Put this on. Like, I think that would happen pre, pre-picture she's evil. Post-picture, he's involved. Right. Okay, you know what I mean. That's good to that's good to know because I would I definitely didn't think of it in, in terms of like he would be into it or want it. But if that's the case, then I think it's fine. I mean, I wouldn't ask for myself to be photoshopped. I'd just ask for a different picture. What if someone you were dating took the liberty of photoshopping your body? I would laugh at fr- at first. I'd think it's like this is absolutely ridiculous. I can't believe we have to talk about this. Okay. Um, and then I would be like, I don't know. I, I guess they might. I'm trying to think of like the most human way for that to happen where they go, where they go, oh my God, there's a little something on your face. I can take care of that in, in post. Like, your abs though? Creating abs? If she created abs, I'd be like this, like honestly, like people are going to make fun of me. Right. Like they're going to, you know, like, they, like this is, they have to think that I asked you to draw an ab on me. But also, wouldn't you be insulted, not just because of people, but because the person you're dating like of doesn't course. like the way you look enough to post a normal picture of you? Listen, I've heard people talk about their marriages before or their wives. Or the, the, a lot of times, like the, the our story page on the- On the wedding website. The wedding website. Which I purposely didn't do, yeah. <laughs> the our story page is always- like the woman being like, and he was a gremlin to me. And you're like, I'm always like, oh, okay, that doesn't seem like a fun. Right. <laughs> you know, like. Uh, he was mar- this loser yeah, that yeah, I, right. That I, I gave, finally gave him another chance. Yeah. And like, right. there we are. It's always something like that. Yeah. So I'm always like turned off by, I would be turned off by that. Yeah. It would be a deal. My sister once did that to me. 
we were on the beach family trip and she put up a picture and she took the liberty of like photoshopping uh my body to make it look better and i was like very mad at her real and what i think i was probably feeling insecure at the time about like whatever she was but then it was like oh it's like your insecurities come to life like this person thinks it's <laughs> it's it is it's come to life where they, they go yeah i noticed it too right so i'm saying i mean it's probably more of a projection of my own uh feelings about how i felt about myself at the time but I remember being very annoyed. Oh, yeah. That would be, if, it was, would be, if it was someone who was supposed to find me attractive and, like, date me, I think I would be even more annoyed. Yeah. I, that's why I can't believe that that's the way it happened. I, right. I believe that he's involved well, somehow. If you, could, if you ever get a chance to ask them, uh, listener, please <laughs> let us know. Excuse me. Do I have know? some questions about your Photoshopping on the picture from the beach from two years ago. I sent it into a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and they need to know. Yeah. Okay, let's do another. Okay. Red flag or deal breaker, he uses his ex-girlfriend's phone number at a store to get discounts in front of you. Context, we've been together about five months. He was with his ex for five years. It ended badly over two years ago. We were out shopping. He gives her number to the cashier, and the cashier goes, Carly? <laughs> <laughs> and my, my boyfriend's like, yes, did it get me any discounts? <laughs> And I got upset and don't know if I overreacted. He apologized and said it's just a habit because she has an account with literally every store. But I thought it was a fucking weird thing to do. What do you think? Um, I think it's like I can understand why someone would do it. It was just kind of like in there. They're just I almost would think it's good because they're not like I prefer that. That's, and then like every time they hear their name, they like freak yeah. out and get angry and emotional. This is kind of like, oh, I'm so removed that I just say your name and I don't really care. Carly is a punchline. Like, right. to him, this is funny. Right. I would imagine, like, Carly? Yes, it is. Discounts? Like, I'd like that. That being said, I could see how that would eventually get annoying. Um, <laughs> and, like, from her, like, I'm saying, like, I would like it, but I would also be like, all right, like, I think it's time for you to get, sign up for your own discounts. And then if they, like, gave me any pushback, that would be, like, more of the red flag. Yeah. I guess, isn't it fun, though, that he's stealing her discounts? You know, like you're, like I used to be, or I on a family phone plan that was like that. You, you, oh, you could take the upgrade. You could take the who takes the yeah. upgrade. You then steal the upgrade. Yeah, you snag it. You know, like I, I, there's a little bit of pleasure in that. That I I like that she's cartoonish to him. Like I, if my ex was if if my if my girlfriend was like, yeah, I'd take his discount. So I, now that I think about it that way, maybe I would be like, mm, okay, why don't? Yeah. Well, I don't think it's like taking the. I think it's more like oh, like. You are signed up for this, like any as many you can you can use it as many times as you want, and I, she just happens to have a number. Oh, like the CVS rewards yeah. card. Yeah, to me, like that's how I thought of it. Not like he's taking them from her, but that just that he's also, you know, here's the weird. He's just taking advantage of someone who's already signed up, so he doesn't have to sign up himself. Fair. Yeah, I, I guess the weirder part to me is knowing her number. Right, memorizing her number for this one thing. He was he was with his ex for five years though. It makes sense. That could I, yeah. I'm okay with it, but I would also ask, I would I would eventually be like, you know, you don't want to be at the kids at the store with your kids and your husband. And he's like saying, is that? It's kind of the thing where it's like, all right, like this is funny, like, but stop doing that. It's funny, then gets not funny, then funny again. It's only funny again when he's 50 still doing it. Right when he's yeah. a grandfather and it's uh you know it's his girlfriend from when he was 23. Yeah. All right, let's do one more. Okay. Hi, Jane J. A guy I'm talking to from Hinge just sent me the below photo saying, strong charcuterie game today. I, well, I let out a small gasp and I knew that I needed to send it to you guys. Is this board a red flag or deal breaker? Is this, is this the one time a woman should try to change a man? Help. 
And then I'm going to, I'm going to, she sends the picture. We'll yep. put it up on the Instagram story. Yep. And he writes. Uh, strong charcuterie game today. And then I respond. I think I have the meat sweats just looking at that picture. Ha ha. Okay. So I'm going to, I'm going to leave this for the board Lord. Okay. To say you're dating someone. They send you this picture. If this came from a woman, I'm worried what, what's going on with this woman. Because it's a very male charcuterie. It is just no, because it's just meat cheese. It is just it looks like it was made by a caveman. Like, I like salami. I like cheese. Like that's how the person made it. So I would worry about the creative sensibilities of our future children. (laughs) Not (laughs) winning any culinary awards. No. Um, but as far as like this being his charcuterie. You know, you I, I get turned- why he's saying it's strong. He's saying it's strong because it makes you strong. Protein. Cheese. Right. Do you think she's like turned off because it looks cheap? I think she's turned off by him thinking it's beautiful. Okay. Like, I, I think that would turn me off as well. Right. Like, when someone sends me a charcuterie, I, I look at it and I go, I can't believe you thought this was okay. Right. It says more about them than the fact than the tree itself. Yeah, yeah. Saying it's strong. Right. Like if he was just like, like she even writes back, got the meat sweats because it is a full on meat platter. Right. Well, it's like if someone thought they were good at something and yeah. then they weren't, it also just adds to a delusional nature. But I think you need, I need more context for this. This alone is not, a, no. is not a deal breaker. I really need to get into it with him about like, it looks like he made it while holding a protein shaker bottle and wearing a stringer tank top from the 80s. Yes. Like, it's like, it's absolutely ridiculous. But, yeah, it's not going to break me up with the girl, or the woman. I'm, but, listen, that's why not everyone's the board lord. Exactly. That's it for today's Red Flag or Deal Breaker, brought to you by High Noon Hard Seltzer. I, I, I'm such a fan of High Noon. Great drink. Pre-game, at the bar, first date, real vodka, real juice, 100 calories, gluten-free, no sugar added. And, and I, I, I just love it. It brings me to a place of relaxation, of enjoyment. It's delicious. It's the best tasting hard seltzer. So anyone out there, uh, you can find where to purchase High Noon by visiting highnoonspirits.com. And that's our episode. We, we solved dating again. We did it. I'm so proud of us. Yes. And um, we will see you tonight at our live show and we will discuss it next week. I'm sure it's going to be amazing. Bye. You Up is produced by Sean Kilby and Jorge Morales Pico. Editing by Sean Kilby. Social media by Maddie Paul. Guest booking by Nicole Pellegrino. Be sure to follow at You Up Pod on Instagram and Twitter. And send us your emails to youup at betches.com. Thank you to our sponsor, Netflix. Bridgerton is back. And dearest gentle readers, you will not want to miss this chapter. Longtime friends Colin Bridgerton and Penelope Featherington find themselves in quite the precarious situation. The wallflower is ready to bloom, but she needs Colin's help to find a marriage match. Will these friends defy expectations to find true love? And will Penelope's secret identity as Lady Whistledown destroy any chance she may have at love? You shall have to watch and see. Watch part one of Bridgerton only on Netflix, May 16th. Betches.